This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello everyone and welcome to another This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. And in addition to explaining that joke, we also talk about the purpose of the podcast, where we like to talk about faith, family, fitness, and finances. Again, everyone, I want to say thank you so much again for, I think, the fifth week in a row. Last week was the largest week we've ever had in terms of listens. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who is listening, liking, sharing, taking photos of the podcast and putting them in your Instagram stories and reviews. Thank you so much, friends. There's almost nothing more you can do right now. I mean, just listen. Listen to the podcast, leave a review, and tell someone about it. Thank you so much. I'm greatly encouraged that people have any interest in what I'd have to say. And in humility, I'm going to do my best to provide you content that I think you will find encouraging and at times challenging. Uh, This past week on our free Friday episodes, which are those five-minute released episodes, I gave a very brief uh, just appreciation and memorial for Eugene Peterson. Eugene Peterson passed last week. He was a tremendous and godly pastor, a man, and theologian. And I talked about his paraphrase of the scriptures called The Message. Now, Eugene Peterson wrote, of course, so many more books than that, uh, some that just had... profound impact on many, many people, pastors and lay people alike. But the message was the one that I focused on because when the message uh, first came out, or at least when I had my first interaction with it, I was very skeptical. Um, I saw Eugene Peterson as uh, susceptible to great error if you read his works. I was suspicious uh, because I just always uh, had a Um, a a guard against paraphrases of the scriptures. And so briefly, not to redo that podcast, but to just summarize, a paraphrase is more of an interpretive translation where other translations like the King James, the New American Standard, and the English Standard Version seek to be as much as possible uh, word-for-word interpretations from the Hebrew and the Greek. And so I was just raised to think, you know what, those paraphrases, you got to look out for them. And of course, they are exactly what they said to be. They are interpreted paraphrases of the scriptures. They do offer great value. And once I began to interact with Eugene Peterson's The Message, I began to appreciate it all the more. I don't preach from it. I don't see his text as authoritative by any stretch of the imagination. But there's times where you get a greater sense of what the scripture says in more of a person-to-person chat when you read it. So having said all that, after that podcast, again, thank you everyone for listening to it, I began to think, you know what, there's lots of people in my life that at first I was incredibly skeptical about. And then as I got to know them or interact with the things that they've said or written or done, uh, some of my skepticism diminished. Now, don't get me wrong. There have been people in my life that I was totally suspect. I thought they were suspect. And once I got to know them a little bit better, I'm like, you know what? They are suspect. But there have been more and more that have I've just shown uh, my preconceived notions uh, were unfair and my concerns were unfounded. So I thought about through the weekend. I thought about, huh, uh, where might that be? Uh, Where are there areas in my life where perhaps I'm prejudging a person or prejudging a movement or something along those likes? And uh, here's some of the thoughts that I wanted to share with you. I hope they're encouraging to you. And then I want to tell you about a challenge that I'm going to take for myself. Uh, First of all, 
I want to remind everyone, much like I mentioned in the uh, Personal Growth Movement podcast, is that you are equipped with the Holy Spirit, if you are a believer, in the Scriptures. Even if you are not a Christian, you're still equipped with discernment and a manner of wisdom. And so I want you to uh, trust those things before you prejudge anyone or anything. Uh, let's say there's a book out, and everyone says that book is terrible, it's controversial, it tells, it, it says just awful things. And sometimes we just take people's words for it, and you go, you know, that thing is awful. Um, and maybe perhaps we read an article about it, and we get quotes from it, and our concerns are uh, verified, right? And you go, you know what, uh, those things, I, I'm not going to read that, I don't want anything to do with it. But there are times where uh, it's important for us to actually interact with those writings personally to make a decision ourselves. This is even more important when it comes down to person to person. Because we still live in a sense where we prejudge and we pre-categorize people and we bring a sense of, oh, I know you before actually knowing the person. And I want you to trust, if you are a Christian, I want you to trust the Holy Spirit and the Scriptures to guide you in that discernment so that you don't prejudge a person or necessarily prejudge a book or, or, or something along those lines. You've been given the Holy Spirit and the wisdom for Scriptures. If you're not a Christian, uh, what I encourage you to is uh, to think through as objectively as possible before prejudging. This has all come to, to mind because there's so many areas right now where it feels like prejudging uh, has taken place nowhere more than it would appear to be politically. We live in one of the most hot and, and, and fiery political environments that I can remember in my nearly 50 years. It, the ads that are on are incredibly uh, tempered. I mean, I mean, uh, and by, by I mean ill-tempered. Excuse me. And, and they, uh, their claims are great. And my children who I think are way more politically aware than I was at their age, uh, are just expressing a weariness to me. They're asking me, who are you going to vote for? Why are you going to vote for them? And, and they're just tired of the political ads. And what they express to me is, Dad, it feels like people have just already made up their minds and are not willing to listen to the other person. And again, friends, I'm not against any one of you having convictions. I have my own. But I don't know how much listening and conversations are going on anymore. That what they are is they're perhaps for many of us predetermined judgments that we've heard from someone else or read from someone else. We add to it our own thoughts and convictions and then other people just don't get a chance. This came up for me locally in the issue. And so whenever I talk like this, I want to share my own concerns and my, my own failures. So perhaps uh, we can move beyond those. And it will lead me into my personal challenge that I'm going to take on and then report back for yourselves. I live in the Fredericksburg area. And recently, uh, mega church pastor, televangelist, whatever title you may have for him, uh, Joel Osteen, came to town. A local uh, church brought him in to speak about his new book. And so if you don't know who Joel Osteen is, um, he is the pastor of, if not the largest church in the country, uh, one of the largest churches in the country. Um, he has, uh, by the quick stats that I see, uh, there's 7 million people who watch his sermons each week. 
um, and 20 million monthly over a hundred countries. His books have sold amazingly, um, and uh, to be honest with you, he has received what I think is a fair amount of criticism from some of his quotes, from interviews, and uh, some of his preaching styles. For example, uh, he rarely speaks about sin, and though Christianity is often guilty of speaking about sin too much, he rarely talks about it. The faith that he talks about in God rarely includes a conversation of repentance of sin. He talks a great deal about God loving you and being for you. I don't reference that by any means as a criticism. Um, but uh, all these are, are going on in terms of the, in midst of an incredibly popular movement that he is leading. Um, when he came and spoke here in the Fredericksburg area, the local paper reported on it. Now, if you're local, I just want to make a quick note. Forgive me if you're not local, but there was an op-ed piece about him. That's not what I'm referencing. There was a piece that said that his uh, Christianity was more akin to the power of positive thinking, and this was written by a local reporter. Well, what's going on here is, is his comments or his lack of comments uh, about sin, his comments about uh, a lack of willingness to deal with issues like heaven and hell, uh, when he just says, you know what, I, I don't really don't know, so I just don't talk about those things. Uh, as they come up, he continues to face more and more criticism. Uh, I was uh, borrowing uh, uh, several stories here leading into the larger story. I was borrowing a friend's car recently because of my <laughs> many uh, woeful car issues lately. And uh, there was a program stationed in there for the Joel Osteen uh, network on XM. And I didn't even know he had his own. That's pretty huge. And so I, I listened to part of a sermon. I don't know if this just runs his sermons 24 hours a day. Uh, and, and he was speaking. And, and I was listening with both uh, a pastor's ear and a Christian's ear and a critic's ear. And, and he was very winsome. But he got so close to the depth of the passage because the passage was talking about a forgiveness of sin. But he didn't mention it. And, and, and it uh, irritated me because I was like, you know what, I want you to not skip over the depth that's there to present what appears to be uh, positive. You, you can preach a positive message of faith and grace and include the depth of the sin that God has come to redeem us from through Jesus Christ. And so all that's going on, and, and I... And I just got mad. I was like, why did this church bring him in? Uh, why is this so popular? Uh, he, he, he skips out on so many of the, um, so many of, of the, the, the depth issues in, in the text. I wish he would go on a little bit further than your best life now. So this is all in my mind, right? Uh, this is all in my mind. And I was in a thrift store the other day, so many stores, and I was amazed. There's so many Joel Osteen books in there. I mean, in every one I've been into, there's been Joel Osteen books. And part of that, friends, is when you sell millions of books, millions of books wind up in, in thrift stores. And I thought, you know what? What I've never done is I've never read one of his books. Uh, I have an opinion of him. I've heard him preach. I have not met him. But I've never read one of his books. His books aren't long. They're usually around 230, 240 pages. You can read them really quickly. And I almost picked a copy up. I thought, you know what? I, 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 don't, I haven't read what he's written. 
and if I'm going to have a firm opinion on it, I need to be more exposed to this. And so in light of the Eugene Peterson comment I made on Friday, I thought maybe it's time that if I'm going to have a firm opinion on him, and I'm telling you my present opinion, and my present opinion is he does not discuss the true depths of Scripture that are there, that he has opted more for uh, what the article said in the paper, a little bit more power of positive thinking than the, the depth of Christianity and the richness of our ancient faith that he could talk about. So, here's my personal challenge. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm doing this to myself. I'm not challenging you to do it. But if I'm going to write, excuse me, if I'm going to speak a podcast that's telling us, hey, we need to understand people a little bit more before we prejudge them. That's my encouragement in this episode. Friends, we need to, to read more what people have written. We need to actually speak with them if we have criticism against them and, and we have that opportunity. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, okay? Joe Austin's new book is called Next Level Thinking. Uh, Ten Powerful Thoughts for Excess- Successful and Abundant Life. That's his new book, and that is what he has come in locally to talk about. And, of course, uh, if I do a quick Amazon search, I don't think it's selling as well as his other books have. It's not. It's uh, number 864 in the world, but I just want to say, friends, that's a lot of books, by the way. Um, I've sold books on Amazon. Uh, I've never cracked more than like the top 17,000. Uh, 864 is no joke. Uh, that He's selling a lot of books. It may not be in the top 10, but he, he's moving some books. Okay, So this is a new book. If you go online to Amazon, what I find is he has the book, and it is 224 pages. That's a quick read. In addition, there is a study guide that goes with it, and that is, let's see, uh, that one's not selling as well, uh, but that's fine. Uh, that one is 96 pages, and in addition to that, there is a journal. And that journal is, let's see, 192 pages. Okay, so here's the package. That is what he is pushing, uh, is this three-book set. I'm going to add it to my cart all three and I'm gonna buy all three of them here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna read the book I'm gonna do the study guide and I'm gonna do the journal because I'm gonna make my opinion about him as interactive as possible I don't know him I know people that know him I'm two degrees separated but that doesn't matter I I don't know him but I'm gonna read his three books I'm gonna do the journal and uh, I'm not gonna do anything that I think is false or sinful was in there I'm not proponing that's in there I don't know but I'm gonna give it a shot and that way I have this predetermined opinion about him and I will create uh, a opinion about him that comes directly from his works and so so what I'm gonna say is in 30 days from this podcast 30 days from this podcast I'm gonna report and tell you how it went I'm assuming I can get through the book the journal and everything else in 30 days and I'll let you know the goal of this is to say to myself you know what I need to make sure my opinions are not stereotypical. I need to make sure my opinions are not uh, just handed down from others. I need to make sure my opinions are guided by the Holy Spirit, grounded in Scripture, and interacting with someone else. If I get a chance to talk to them, I'll let you know. I don't see that as possible. I'll do my best. For you, my friends, I'm just going to ask you, are there people in your lives that you have prejudged and predetermined? You may know things about them, perhaps as their convictions or their lifestyles, but do you know them? 
Have you asked them questions? Have you learned their story? Is your opinion about them based upon hearsay or just sort of a, an oversight, uh, or does it come from getting to know them? I encourage you to get to know people today. So I'm going to start my uh, higher level thinking, or next level thinking, excuse me, i got to get the name of the book right, uh, next level thinking journey, and in 30 days I'm going to come back and I'll let you know how it goes. For you, my friends, I encourage you get to know someone today that you have prejudged their character or their person and make that an interactive experience and less of a uh, observing experience that lacks any true interaction with the person. I'm going to say thank you to everyone who's listening to the This Is Going to Hurt podcast. That wraps us up for this week. I want to give you a couple of options. First of all, if you want to know what's going on with me or some of my resources, you can find that at jgordonnuckin.com. That's my home site. Uh, and also, if you'd like to support this podcast, I am trying to get some new equipment. I am trying to get it out there a little bit more. If you'd like to support the podcast, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash this is going to hurt, that's anchor.fm forward slash this is going to hurt, you could become a Patreon, you can become a supporter of the podcast. There's three levels of which you can support. I encourage you to do that. But right now, please hear me. A huge thanks to everyone who's listening, liking, and sharing, and reviewing. And I look forward to seeing you on Friday when we get back to our free Friday episode, which is that five minute or less thought to get us into the weekend. Friends, thanks so much, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.